When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. AEW's hot. WWE is as cold as a kiss from a former lover. SummerSlam wasn't good. In fact, it's trending under the word terrible, or it was. And um, the day after, because they flipped it, you see, NXT is doing perhaps their final Wrestle Center sort of very dark grey and very dark show. It might change now we've had all the firings. And it doesn't seem to be special. It just seems to be a bit ordinary. First of all, we've got DiBiase out with Grimes, who's fighting Alan L.A. Knight. Yeah. Seen him a lot and uh, getting a bit bored with his shtick, to be honest. He's the million dollar champion. And it was all right, actually. Knight provided more of the standout moments. Nice face front slam. Huge superplex throw. Grimes was right across the ring there. He hit the million million dollar dream, of course. DiBiase did the same to um, Knight when he went out on the uh, when he went on the outside. Came back in the big foot stomp. He then fell back on him for the pin. It was okay. What came next? Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. And I'm not a Dakota Kai fan. Um, for the women's championship was better. The crowd were engaged for this. It was fast. It was fluid. Gonzalez had, Gonzalez had most of the offense, including a huge power bomb, and then a massive power bomb off the top for the pin. But they popped for Walter versus Ilya Dragunov, and of course they did. These are two who can really go for it, and it really was so hard hitting, so many suplexes. At one point, Dragunov was dumped high on the back of his neck from Walter, from a German, and then came straight back to him. A German suplex, that is, came straight back into him. He popped back up. Well, not popped. He sort of staggered back up. Got straight back. This energy is extraordinary. And then when Walter kicks out from one of Dragunov's patented moves, his facials are so good he can't quite believe it. You don't want to get into a chop fight with Walter, Ilya. Although he does. And then there's two power bombs from Walter with a splash off the top. Ilya kicks out. It's going to be Ilya's day, this, isn't it? It is. Wins by choke. And that's a popular result. Although it would be popular whatever happened, I suspect. Both these people are really popular and well-liked for their wrestling. And quite right, too. Then we've got Grimes going all emotional about winning a title. I liked him when he was Trevor Lee. And then we get Cole versus O'Reilly. Best of three. Cole is still over. It could be his last match with WWE. You never know. O'Reilly. Well, we'll come to that in a minute. First of all, so flowing. They catch each other constantly with kicks. There's lots of counters. They know each other. They know each other so well. They do. And then the first fall comes from O'Reilly. When he holds the shoulders down and the crowd are silent. The next fall is a street fight, and you know, you know that Cole's winning this, don't you? At one point, though, he sat on a chair with a trash can on his head, taking a drop kick from his former mate. Yeah. Then there's the usual kendo stuff from Cole, except that then he he pulls back on the kendo stick and the neck with it in Kyle O'Reilly's mouth. That's great. They both then get chains. 
Cole gets a chain, looks over. Oh, right, he's getting a chain around his fist as well. That's quite nice. And they throw the punches. But eventually, O'Reilly is thrown off the top into the back of a chair, which has got to hurt. And it's one all. Third fall, a steel cage match. The cage is coming down from a central position. It's sort of, um, it's sort of like a, like a, a, a gull-winged DeLorean coming down. Yeah, and as slow as those cars seem to. But while that's happening, Cole just grabs O'Reilly, power bombs him onto the announce table, which doesn't break. This is before the cage has even got down to it. When they're in the cage, there's a nice Panama sunrise off that cage. O'Reilly kicks out. Cole's had enough of this. Handcuffs, handcuffs O'Reilly to the cage. Kicks him, goes for another kick. O'Reilly grabs it, ties him up, leg lock, tap. O'Reilly wins. And the crowd are silent. Cole is let out. The crowd are silent. O'Reilly gets his hand raised. Boom! That's what you get for not reading the crowds. Isn't it WWE? You're not looking at your social media either, are you? WWE. You become tone deaf to all this wrestling lark. WWE. Haven't you? According to the announcer, by the way, Kylo O'Reilly won it. Didn't know he was fighting. It was Kylo. And the final match. Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross. What a mess this has been. Joe's out. No, he's in. No, he's going to NXT. He needs to win this so that the ridiculous Karrion Cross era, as I will call it, is over. Cross can't do anything except a few power moves and some bug-eyed promos. That's it. But this match was really physical. And they both went for it. Suplexes, ankle locks. Joe hit a crossface. He hit a coquina clutch. Then, that's beautifully named, of course. But then, Cross hit the cross jacket. That's badly named, of course. And then when he was going to the turnbuckle, because Cross obviously thought, I'll finish it now. Joe, for an older bloke, steps up, gets the kick on the buckle, then picks him off the buckle with a muscle buster for the pin. That is what the crowd wants to see. They're chanting his name and it sent them home happy. But generally, this seemed really basic. And we've had loads of NXT takeovers with loads of, um, of fantastic matches and there weren't any of those here. There won't be anything that you're thinking, my God, remember NXT 36 when? It's just not hot. And when you're not hot, Nothing you do will change that until you change your booking and your attitude. Not the attitude era. Don't go back there. You know what I'm talking about, WWE. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.